0: Good afternoon, everybody. It's me again, Russell Mills, August 9th, Wednesday, 2017. I just want to play you guys a clip um, called The Slaves That Built the White House.
1: When I wake up in a house that was built by slaves and I watch my daughters, two beautiful black young women, head off.
2: American presidents own slaves, and eight presidents owned slaves while they were in office. For instance, Andrew Jackson called slaves unfortunate creatures, but he owned more than 160. And Zachary Taylor said owning slaves was a constitutional right, worth going to war to keep. symbol of democracy and freedom but behind the proud history of the White House are the black hands of hundreds of slaves. It
0: was the slaves that did
3: a lot of the building of the White House. They also worked there, did the service jobs where the people that would tend the horses or clean the dishes, prepare the meals.
2: Hey everyone and welcome to Eye to Eye. As the country gets ready to inaugurate its first African-American president, documentation proves slaves helped build President-elect Obama's future digs. The White House Jim Axelrod spoke to two experts about the historical impact.
3: With uh, President-elect Barack Obama going into the office in January,
0: it it, it adds to the excitement. Do you let yourself go there? Do Do you sort of run those sort of scenarios in your mind where you think if somebody had tapped one of these slaves or free blacks on the shoulder and said, by the way, in another couple of hundred years, there will be a black man in the White House do you ever let yourself go there and think about that?
3: Well, I, I I do go there and I would think that they would say, no way, no way, considering the, the, the experiences they had as uh, slaves, the experience they had as getting their freedom as free blacks. Uh, this would never come to their thoughts or their mind that uh, one day uh, a, a man of color, an African-American would sit actually in the White House. You're one of these guys, it's always interesting to be in the stacks, but this is something a cut above. Yes, well, it is a cut above. As I said before, uh, you're looking at original documents that were created some 200 years ago. Uh, they're bringing alive the history of former slaves and free blacks. And it's, it's just an exciting experience. And uh, it's one that sometimes becomes difficult to describe. This is actually a document that shows a receipt. City, and uh, they're paying to Mr. James Claggett for the hire of a Negro George from 17th July 1794 to the 31st day of December uh, 1794. According to the British system British system See, we, Well, see we have him working at the president's house It was actually called the president's
0: house at that time It wasn't
3: called the White House
0: So let me just make sure I got this A gentleman named James Claggett Owned a slave? Yes He's a slave owner Yes And he was, he was having his slave work on the construction of the White House? Exactly And this document is the payment to the slave owner? Yes, this is the payment to the slave owner this is the fact that you say hasn't been secret, Bad. but it does have some new meaning to it, doesn't it? Oh, certainly. I think the fact that an African-American is about to become president of the United States gives the uh, the history of the uh, White House that much more resonance, uh, particularly the notion that uh, Americans who were enslaved were involved in the construction of the house. I think that we are, we're so busy in our daily lives, we forget the obvious part probably sometimes as well as the uh, you know, the more uh, obscure. Uh, dusk to dawn, a bell would ring in, in, at dusk, and at dawn a bell would ring. They'd have a long work day, they'd have huts built out here to sleep and uh, to uh, go to their uh, services. Pierre Lafont, the person who designed Washington, D.C., contracted with slave owners to use their slaves to dig the foundation of the White House. James Holman, architect of the White House, actually brought some of his own personal slaves up to Washington, D.C. and South Carolina to work on the White House. Some of the slaves who worked in the White House, we know that they got to dress in fine clothes. We know that they were taught French cuisine, but we also know that they must not have loved their life because we have records of several slaves who attempted to escape from the work areas at the Capitol and at the White House, they were still enslaved and they still wanted to be free. That history, the history of slavery in Washington, D.C. isn't always talked about. That's one of the things that I hope that people can take from my book. They can look at it and say, this is part of the history that we don't know, that we should actually take time to go back and look at it." it. closes a circle in American history to have an African American taking the oath of office and becoming the most powerful person in the United States, and yet still live in a building that was built by some of the least powerful people in the United States, African-American slaves. It shows the progress that we've made as a country.
2: That's the history the future first family inherits. And the Obama's own history is one of slavery too. Michelle Obama learned just this year that her great-great-grandfather worked on a rice plantation in South Carolina. She says finding that part of her past uncovered both shame and pride, what she calls the tangled history of this country.
3: I think Michelle should celebrate the fact that uh, a that her her ancestors had come through the ordeal of slavery. Her children are, are sleeping in the room of presidents and uh, it's a very great and hopeful sign.
2: It's hard to know what the Obamas were thinking as they toured the White House after the election. 12 American presidents owned slaves, and eight presidents owned slaves while they were in office. For instance, Andrew Jackson called slaves unfortunate creatures, but he owned more than 160. And Zachary Taylor said owning slaves was a constitutional right, worth going to war to keep. This year, November 4th, was a new beginning. If there is anyone out there who still doubts that America
0: is a place where all things are possible. Tonight is your answer.
1: It's the story that I witness every single day. When I wake up in a house that was built by slaves, and I watch my daughters, two beautiful black young women, head off to school, waving goodbye to their father, the president of the United States the son of a man from Kenya who came here to America to America for the same reasons as many of you to get an education and improve his prospects in life so graduates while i think it's fair to say that our founding fathers never could have imagined this day <laughs> you differently.